Wales against Scotland, Saturday the 11th of February 2023. I watched the Wales-Scotland rugby match being played at Murrayfield, which is not named after Andy Murray. I am watching out of duty rather than for pleasure. It is the second round of the Six Nations international competition. In the first round, Wales, playing in their fortress at the Millennium Stadium Cardiff, not named after the Millennium Dome, but after the Millennium Date. Wales showed that home advantage at the moment is not enough to deal with Ireland, who are currently ranked number two team in the world after France, more of which later. Scotland, in contrast, has done something very unusual against England at Twickenham, winning a thrilling encounter playing in England's fortress. Fortresses don't do very well last week. Scotland are not supposed to beat England at Twickenham. But there, Wales are not supposed to lose by a bucket full of points against anyone at the Millennium Stadium. The omens are not good for this week. I'm in a position with a good vantage point for the game. Midway between the television set and my chess table now laden with half-time sandwiches and refreshments. I am wearing my ancient woolly red scarf and bubble hat, each bearing the war cry, Cymru am Bith. I join the crowd of supporters in singing the national anthem, Mine hen glad van hadai and anoi livi. The team has been coached in the words, and sing along, though not at the tempo dictated by the conductor. The TV camera pans to show Princess Anne, she has remained above all the scandals of other members of her family. She takes seriously her job as patron of Scotland rugby. Prince Charles had a similar role for Welsh rugby until he got promoted recently. I can't see whether his successor is present. The game begins. The game begins. Well even. Two minutes of muscular disputes with the ball, ending on the halfway line with a scrum. All good because Wales are not having brain freeze moments, BFMs, of the sort that got them into so much trouble, into the deep brown muddies last week. Then, an exciting break by Scotland. Oh, the BFMs are breaking out. Wales have acquired what looks like a paper-thin defence. Whew, a lucky escape. They escape with only a penalty against them. A period of midfield skirmishing breaks out. BFMs occur on both sides. Then a change of tactics. A mutual aerial bombardment starts, in which Stuart Hogg is injured and has gone off for a head injury assessment. Wales continue to shed penalties. Scotland moves six points ahead in the 15th minute. We're continuing to have problems with difficult things such as catching the ball from the line-out. Nevertheless, we scramble our way to the Scottish goal-line. Oh, and give away another silly penalty. This is not going very well. But there is some hope. Wales' dire play seems to have infected their opponents, who also start making silly mistakes. 27 minutes on the clock and still 6-0. Plenty of time for Wales to concede another penalty. Yes. Scotland plod their way up to the 
the Welsh tri-line. Pressure is mounting. The technology sides that, concealed from the human eye, the ball has been grounded over the line. What can stop Scotland winning? Answer. A silly high tackle and a player sent off for 10 minutes. From the kick-off towards the Scottish line, Wales rumbles over for a try. Yes! Converted by Dan Bigger. The score is 13-7 with minutes to go to half-time. Now Wales have a chance to score again. Another try. Oh no, once again a missed pass. That's it. Half-time. They say it's the hope that kills you in the end. Can this penalty-prone team really succeed? The second half begins. Oh, it's groundhog time. More mistakes. Scotland failed to convert from a promising position by conceding a penalty. Two minutes later, another penalty to Scotland. Bad, but not a try. Oh, oh no. A flash of brilliance and another try for Scotland. Scotland 20, Wales 7. Come on, boys. Bad turns to worse. A few minutes of reasonably high-quality play ends as it begins with a penalty. Oh, and a yellow card for Liam Williams. He's hardly reached the tunnel before Scotland crash over for another try. I'm losing count. It's Scotland 25, Wales 7. And it's damage limitation for time for Wales. Their legs are back in the dressing room already. Surprisingly, Scotland scores another try, dashing past a weary-looking Welsh defence. Scotland 30, Wales 7. And seven more minutes to go. A desperate attempt of defiance. Wales is close to bundling the ball over the line. Minutes later, they are driven back in defence. More gallant last-ditchery, which eventually has been to no avail. The final score reads Scotland 35, Wales 7, as the blessed final whistle wails out. Princess Anne looks down from the royal box with an inscrutable expression on her regal face. I warm up the oven, but for functional purposes only. Pour myself a glass of wine. Tomorrow is another day. The End